right? And like all this vertical content where people are creating kind of like short films almost, whether that's a vlog or they have a full studio production setup and the cast. And how do you see kind of that industry being affected by film or TV or, or at all? I think personally that it's brilliant, you know, those on the other side, that they are able to create their own content. As you said, one can make a film on one's phone, the yeah, wonders it's... of the internet. I think that in 10 years or less, terrestrial television will be gone. It'll probably be like radio, right? Like radio is still around. Of course. You know, yes. But or no one's listening no. to radio, right? <laughs> it's just funny. It's, it's funny, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here, come here, though. I don't really, I don't really like to do intros. Uh, I'll just kind of let you uh, do your own intro a little bit. But uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Tony. Yeah. So if you can, uh, let's give folks uh, just kind of a little cliff notes on maybe how you found me, uh, what you do, what your interests are, and, and the reason you wanted to hop on the show today. Okay. Well, I found Tony on Facebook. He popped up on Suggested Friends. So I took <laughs> Sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I was impressed by what I saw, so I decided to add him. And, you know, I found out that he was a content creator, and I watched some of his videos and was impressed. So I thought, oh, I could go on there. Why not? Yes, I've been doing a lot of podcasts lately, a lot of interviews, and in doing so, I'm raising awareness with regards to neurodiversity in the arts and autism in acting, as I myself am autistic. I style myself as the articulate autistic actor, and my aim is to raise awareness of the condition and other forms of neurodivergence such as ADHD, dyslexia, dyscalculia, etc. And at the same time, reduce the stigma. I love that. And and congrats uh, to yourself as well for for taking the uh, the plunge, so to speak, and, and to talk about it. Because, you know, me personally, I've, uh, I've been a big advocate of kind of getting out of your comfort zone a little bit uh, as of late, which is a big reason why I, I started my podcast originally. And um, as someone who suffers from a chronic disease, uh, I was kind of weary a little bit to talk about it. It took me a few years to get comfortable talking about it. And uh, uh -huh. I suffer from Crohn's disease, which is, it's not the worst disease by any means. Uh, I consider myself very lucky that I'm, I'm able to figure out ways to deal with it. But, you know, I think whether it's, uh, whether it's self-esteem or whether it's a, a chronic illness or, you know, there's, there's always that inner, like, monster that we're always fighting against right and when you can finally confront that monster <laughs> that's right and when you can confront that that monster and and go head on um life seems a lot more easier after that so definitely yeah. so hats off to you for for dealing with it that thank way. you and you thank you thank you um, so when you say uh you're an actor are you and i think we talked about this before but where are you out of it's okay i live in the uk UK, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think we talked about that originally where uh, we were figuring out the time change, and I was like, okay, UK. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're like the third person from the UK I've interviewed, so. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of cool. So I'm, I'm glad, again, the time frame worked out well. Uh, but um, if you can, kind of tell us a little bit about what you do in the UK. 
and projects you've been working on and, and kind of your, your background in that aspect? Of course. I am an actor, first and foremost. I'm also a model. I, you know, have several modeling jobs. My um, Most of what I've done are student films and short films, but I have had a, you know, a speaking role in a TV drama series that was aired some years ago when I was also acting. I played the character of PC Smith in Prey, which is available to watch online. Yes. Very cool. But um, it's only in the last two years that I've been applying myself consistently, and it has paid off. I've managed to get onto the UK's leading casting site, which, you know, one either needs qualifications or, you know, good enough credits to get on. I've got myself a few agents. I'm not limiting myself to just one. <laughs> right. And I'm filming a web series either next month or the month after. You know, the director's getting back to me. And I also have another short film coming up in which I am the lead. Oh, congrats. Thank and you. Has Eritor started uh, production and filming, or are you working on dates for that? Yes, it'll be filmed sometime in the spring, so possibly late May. Nice. Good time of weather to be filming, too. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Look forward to it. That's awesome. Especially if there will be scenes filmed outside. There you go. Very cool. And what mm. made you get into acting in particular? Have you been in it for a while? Yes, I've been acting on and off for all my life, more or less. Yeah. When I was three years old, I aspired to be a ballet dancer, but I was considered too tall. I'm five mm. foot eleven, but I've always, you know, been tall. I was a tall child. So my mother enrolled me in acting classes. I attended an acting school which had an agency attached to it. And through this agency I got roles in commercials and a couple of children's TV shows. But it was the theatre in which I was able to fully express myself and I fell in love with it. So I became a member of His Majesty's Theatre in Aberdeen, Scotland. That's where I'm originally from, where I would regularly perform in plays and pantomimes. And so it's safe to say that the theatre is my first love. That's very sick. Yeah, a lot of people uh, have told me that. I, I have a couple of buddies that are actors and actresses out in California, and they said that, uh, and, you know, of course, every single actor has their own craft. But of usually when you, when you get into the theatre, which... I've, I was never, I never had the opportunity to get into it, but I always thought I would excel at that because I feel like you could be more expressive, right? Expressive, definitely, yes. Whether Project. it's, you know, yeah, exactly. Projection, uh, especially physically. Because me, I'm, I'm always that, I feel like I'm that type of person I would excel at theater because it's, I do feel it's less, I don't want to say you can, you know, do what you want. You have the freedom because, of course, every production is different. Oh, but mm -hmm. I would imagine, do you find that it's a little bit more fulfilling and more freeing to do theater as opposed to like maybe television acting or? As far as the craft is concerned, because yeah. of course I'm allowed to, you know, gesture and use my hands and project my voice. And, yeah. you know, I feel as though I can really get into the character. Of course, yeah. I can get into any character, whether that be stage or screen. But yeah. with the stage, it, it speaks for itself. Absolutely. And do you have uh, family and friends uh, out there that are in the industry as well, or are you just doing this thing on your own? I'm doing this on my own. Um, nice. 
of course I have friends well most of my friends are actors or creatives I've nice. built a community over the last few years but no no family members that I can think of off the top of my head are at all involved in the creative yeah. arts I'm a one-woman show one-woman show I love it yeah that's the that's the problem with uh the time zones and doing these things virtually is the, the, the lag I've I've almost my podcasts were were in person uh, prior to the pandemic and then you know we started doing virtual but it's kind of nice because you know now we can work on each other's schedule and you're on the other side of the world so of course yeah so it is pretty cool but uh let me ask you when it when it comes to um movies film tv how how are you how are you kind of relating that to what's happening right now in the creator world because i don't know if you follow too much of the creator economy or um, creatives as a whole, you had, you know, a couple friends that are creatives, but it's interesting that, you know, you look at like apps like TikTok and, um, you know, right. And like all this vertical content where people are creating kind of like short films almost, whether that's a a vlog or they have a full studio production setup and the cast. And I'm seeing like, uh, I forget which creator it was, but I just saw something earlier today where he was kind of like doing this Saturday night lifestyle skit and Mm -hmm. it was on his phone via TikTok, vertical content. It probably costs zero to maybe a hundred dollars to make this thing. And you know, he's yes. got millions and millions of views, right? Like where how do you see kind of that industry being affected by film or TV or or at all? I think personally that it's brilliant, you know, for um, you know, those on the other side that they are able to create their own content. That's what I'm looking at doing. Yes, I'm not only sitting around waiting for my agents to contact me and let me know, oh, we have this audition coming up, are you interested, etc. I'm not only doing that, I'm looking into creating my own content. And as you said, one can make a film on one's phone. The wonders of the internet. Yeah, yeah, it's very fascinating. Yes, and it will be even more so to see how this goes because... I think that in 10 years or less, terrestrial television will be gone. I agree. It's almost like uh, it'll probably be like radio, right? Like radio is still around. Of course, you know, yes. But, it's still a thing. Yeah, but no one's watching radio. <laughs> or no one's listening no. to radio, rather. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say they're not really watching TV because people really aren't watching TV either. It's. Uh, oh, well, I yeah. must confess I don't watch television, which yeah. is an irony but it's a fact yeah and very rare and do you uh do you find yourself streaming as well do you do do the netflix and the hbo max and all that jazz as well yeah yes netflix hbo yeah the usual because i even Mm -hmm. i find it fascinating that uh just the other day um Mm -hmm. i started what because i'm a big movie trailer guy like i love trailers um it's it's like my vice like my my wife always makes fun of me, but I could probably sit and watch movie trailers all day. And I just, yeah, I just get on this rabbit hole of like watching, you know, a trailer here, a trailer there. And the next thing you know, I'm watching like trailers from like the 1980s. And it's this, it's this fascinating thing because I, I love trailers that, and I think maybe because it's the content creator in me, where mm-hmm. you take a story and you can condense it into less than two minutes. And Absolutely. You're trying, right? You're trying to tell this story that could be a two-hour-long movie just in two minutes, but yeah, yeah, but you can't like, you can't like get 
all of it out because you want to entice people to come and see the movie, but you also want to make it appealing, right? Where, where people go. So um, tight rope. That's right. That's right. And you know, I, uh, I found myself not only stuck in that rabbit hole, but I was watching it on my phone and then I would mirror Mm. it to my TV. So I watch it, right. Cause I'm watching on my TV, but it's all through my phone, which is fascinating because I could easily pull up the internet on my TV but we're always so conditioned to have in our phone and just press that little mirror button and that it button and it goes right to the TV and it's, you know, and then I, I look at myself and I'm like, I, ca- I caught myself like after an hour and I'm going down this rabbit hole of YouTube. And then I look around and I'm like, I have these, these apps like Netflix and HBO Max and Hulu and I'm paying for all these services. But then here I am watching a free service on my phone. <laughs> That's being exactly. screened to my seat. It's like, why am I paying for these services when all I do is watch TikTok and YouTube? I, I don't know. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Wasted money. <laughs> it's great, though. And one TV license. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, do you even yeah. see, where do you, where, where do you see, uh, where do you see streaming going? Do you, do you feel there's going to be more streaming services, less? Do you feel like we're going to be all on our phones in 10 years? Like, where do you see this going? Oh, I definitely see that there will be more streaming services available. Yeah. And mobile telephones are not going anywhere. They're only going to become more advanced and what have you. That's right. Which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I see it uh I see it definitely advancing and getting more and more uh more and more interesting to consume content. But I also like as I'm talking through it, I think it would be really interesting to see how cable cable might make a comeback because I'm starting to add up. Like, I don't know if you've done this lately, but I've, I added up all the streaming services that I pay for and it's the same cost as what I used to pay just for cable. And I think, yeah, like I think originally my cable bill was like 150 bucks, you know, a decade ago or a hundred bucks, whatever it was. And, but now I got rid of cable and I'm like, I'm not going to do cable. I'm only going to do streaming services and I'm going to ditch the cord and I'm not going to. But then all these streaming services came up like Peacock, Hulu, Netflix, like all this stuff. And now I'm paying like 150 bucks a month and they keep raising rates too. And it's like, I'm almost like, is it better just to get cable and not deal with this thing? I mean, I don't know. Absolutely. And I believe that streaming platforms are also available on cable as well. Hmm. Yes, I can access Netflix on my television. Really? How so? Uh, you know, the remote control comes with a Netflix button option. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the, the smart TVs. The smart TVs, yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I forget about that because I use like Roku and and Apple Plus and stuff. So, yeah, the I forget mm-hmm. it is like standard now, right, to have those buttons on the remote. Man, that's crazy. And to think that these companies are just relying on companies like Netflix and Amazon, they're not going to run out of business anytime soon. But imagine if they did. <laughs> then then you have all these. <laughs> yeah, because then you have all these remotes that are just that have these buttons and you can't use them. Yeah, they'll have to go. <laughs> yeah, they're really just they're putting all the cards <laughs> on the table. Yeah, with them. Cards on the table. Yes. <laughs> That's right. And um, so what else are you doing uh, to create awareness? You know, because I, 
I love, uh, again, I love the the passion. And, you know, when you reached out, I, I wanted to definitely give you a platform uh, to talk about it. But uh, as someone who is autistic and that's uh, an actor currently in the UK, are you finding yeah. that the community itself, does it have a strong uh, passion for the arts? Uh, how, how are you saying that? I would say that there are, um, you know, a disproportionate, not in a negative way, of course, but right. there is a high proportion of autistic and neurodivergent people in the arts, particularly acting. And I think the reason for that could be that they feel accepted. And it's this is true for people from other communities, be they, you know, homosexuals or people of color, etc. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that's great. You know, I've Absolutely. always felt welcome here. That's in the arts. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it it's so interesting how, you know, society has evolved uh, so rapidly, I feel like. Um, and then we look back and we're kind of like, well, why did it take so long? Precisely. You know, it's yeah, it a child that long ago. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was it was even uh, I don't even know what uh, three people ago that three we people three people yeah. ago that we had slaves exactly i mean yeah. that's slavery you, we had segregation right like two people ago women couldn't even uh, a woman couldn't even vote no it's mind-blowing and then it's you know absolutely. it's but then we also we also think like uh, imagine okay so that was only 300 years ago and so much is, so imagine another 300 years like where are we going to go? I, I feel like um, mm -hmm. things are definitely getting better and better as the days go on. But I it's do. also it's also kind of a scary time though, in, in some aspects of it too, right? Like you know, there's as as diverse as things are, it's interesting to be devil's advocate. <clears throat> it's interesting to be devil's advocate to look at okay, so things are diverse, but also why are we more divided? I feel like than we have. I you know, in a in hundred years, it seems that way anyway. Yes. But, Which is a shame. It but is. there is hope. There is hope, yeah. And I don't even know if we're divided as much as, you know, mass media and, yeah, and everybody. Right. Everyone portrays it to be um, because maybe it's social media. You know, maybe it's everyone's on our phones and um, these companies are feeding us all the negative stuff. So that's what yes. we're consuming, Which right? Do to sell stories of course yeah i mean because that is what sells right like you know the john wick does really well because it's one guy shooting a bunch of people in the face like people like to see it it's just yeah. we're we're naturally inherently i just think we're violent and you know thank god out of the eight billion people not only <laughs> does the mass you know majority of people not release that aggression and that violence thank goodness right yes. but there is but there is a lot of people right and there's so many people so we're, we're lucky that we don't kind of release that aggression but i think all in all just hum humanity as a whole we're just we're just uh i don't know maybe from the inside we're just we're issued to be territorial and dominant and animalistic dominant, animalistic well we right. we are animals we are animals, so maybe it's just, yeah, so it's this thing we're just fighting. So, 
you know, when we see that on our newsfeed, we're like, ooh, yes. I love it. We need it. Ooh, anger. Uh. Yes. And I think... Uh, violence, aggression. Yeah. And that really shows uh, in each of us when we drive, I've realized. You know, you, yeah. you, you could tell a human being and their real true self when they get cut off in traffic. That's how Absolutely. you know... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I you know. Myself. I'm not immune to that. Nor I. Nor I. <laughs> that is that is a, a human that I am not proud of when I when I look at myself in the review mirror there. Because I say things that I've never even thought of. It's so yeah. yeah I it's, have don't even know where they come from. Was that like me? Do I, I think that? Do I think that? <laughs> can, can I even can I even say those words? I didn't know I could say those words. Yeah, but, you know, I that's more importantly, uh, or that's all more reason, I think we need people that are in the arts, that are uh, creating these fictional worlds that we can hop into and yes. kind of live through. Yes, I do right. that. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it kind of gives us an escape, right? It does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what I enjoy most about uh, watching film and watching TV is it, it kind of separates you from what's really what's really happening. I feel like there is a, a, a difference, though, right? There's a difference between movies and film and then on our phones, because I think I, our phones, we kind of use that to escape as well. But maybe it's too real. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we're per, perhaps we're holding it and we feel closer to these people because it's more. Kind of like that selfie authentic mode versus like when you go to the movie theater, it's this big yeah. screen that's out of touch and touch. Yeah, like what, what do you think the difference between that? Why why do we find that distinction? Why, why is it more fascinating on on the phone well, I versus suppose, film? Um, yes, on the telephone, you know, one because as you said, we're actually touching it. Mm. We that those we see on our telephones are touchable mm. you know so therefore more relatable and we can actually you know we can have them in our homes in our bedrooms i think that's, that's right. the reason i mean I've, I've never thought about it until you mentioned it but now that i am thinking about it i would say yes it's much more close and personal yeah well you explained it beautifully by the way you added to that for someone who's never thought about that, well done. Um, Thank you. But I wow. do think I do think about uh, about that a lot, especially as a creator and a podcaster, because I've I've talked to people that have watched my podcast on YouTube from their TV in their home, not even on their phone, and I'm like, why do you do that? And they're like, eh, I just I keep it in the background. I like watching it, and it, to me, it's better than you know escaping from uh, reality by consuming violence and you know, maybe some angry content versus yeah. something like that. And that might be the future too. I mean, who knows? I mean, we're, again, as we're getting more and more intelligent, we're understanding that everything we're consuming could affect us mentally. Um, yes, it, that's one of the downsides. Yeah, yeah. Even though, you know, all the stuff that we watch is, is awesome. But, yes. you know... <laughs> But it's also like, you know, uh, people are consuming caffeine and alcohol, and that's awesome too. But we know there's some downsides of that. Um, yeah. You know, but uh, I think we're eventually going to realize that consuming all this negative content and watching negative movies and stuff, even though it is entertaining and escape from reality, but 
if nice. there's something else that you can consume that's better for you, that uh -huh. might be a better way to live, you know, your life down the road. So. Yes, absolutely. In fact, I was reminding myself of that last night when I put on some, you know, gritty drama with elements of racism and violence, etc. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually thought to myself, right, that's enough. Time for yeah. something more lighthearted. So true. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of the same way. It's got to be either lighthearted or it's got to be like completely out of the box. You know, like that's why I love superhero movies because oh, yeah. that's like, it's, you know, it's so far away from what is. Um, yeah, so right. That it's, it's, it truly is an escape, almost like a video game. And then, you know, you watch, like I'm really into Last of Us, which is, uh, an adaptation from the video game. I don't know if you've seen that on HBO Max. It's like no. a zombie series. I, oh, I've I've seen it advertised. I've seen yeah. posters. Yeah, you, you know us. It. You know us Americans. We love our zombies. But that that to me <laughs> is right. Who doesn't? Um, but that to me is like I am legend. You know where it's I'm legend. Yeah. It, you think it's far fetched, but really it's not. It's too. It's 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 like too real sometimes and when i watch that i have to like immediately watch like the office or <laughs> something to kind of reality yeah exactly the uk version of the office obviously is what i'm talking about yes yeah the my UK man version. my man ricky gervais love it uh so who doesn't, who doesn't? so but before i do let you go though i, I am curious as an actor as a creative is there any movies, shows, film that are um, kind of your go-tos right now? Is there anything really hot maybe on streaming that uh, people can uh, go take a look at? I myself am yet to watch um, the Amazon Prime Lord of the Rings TV series, The Rings of Power, mm. which mm. is, you know, ironic considering I'm a huge fan. Yes, I need to get around that yes and uh house of the dragon on hbo Ooh. that's the um prequel series to game of thrones that's right yeah yeah so that, if anybody does that, get there i do yeah be sure to know how it is yes well i have finished it and it is amazing 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 yeah house i haven't watched the lord of the rings because i must say don't get mad at me i won't. I, I i never got into lord of the rings i tried and it was like eh. you know it's like yeah it wasn't for me well i also probably didn't give it a chance it's like harry potter i didn't give harry potter a chance i'm only like one at one movie in you know and there's like 10 more to go and i'm like Ech, no i'm done no. i'm i'm just past it but, but you got uh, game of thrones <laughs> i did watch game of thrones which is hilarious because it's essentially just a violent version of harry potter <laughs> <laughs> without the wizardry but yeah i did watch uh, game of thrones one of my favorite and then house of dragon is is an unbelievable so i i hope they come out with season two quick because that uh yeah that was definitely up there for sure as one of the best i think so you're gonna like that i'm going to love it i hope that's right <laughs> well very good well uh let's do it we're already at a half hour i can't believe it time flies on this thing um <laughs> i know right yeah um, so if you can let people know one more time where they can find you, your social media handles. And then of course, for people just listening, I'm going to leave all the, uh, links 
in the description below. And uh, yeah, we'll get to it. You can find me on Facebook at Mariama Bojang. Yes, mariama.bojang94 and on Instagram, underscore Mariama Bojang. Mariama. Well, this was great. Well, thank you so much again for the, thank you so the time. Much. It's my pleasure. This is this is cool. And then, of course, I'll I'll send you everything as well. So if you wanna uh, wanna share it, feel free. Of course. But of course. Um, it was great to get to know you. And good luck with the acting career. I'm sure you're gonna do fantastic. And keep that personal content going too. That's how you're gonna grow for sure. Definitely. Yes. Thank you, Tony. It's thank been you. A pleasure. Thank Easily. you. Enjoy your week, right? Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, hey there. First of all, thanks for making it to the end of this video. Not a lot of people do, according to the YouTube analytics, but I, I do want to say thanks for listening to this. There's some more episodes if you want to check those out, and they're all just as good. But if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Check out those timestamps below to reference uh, some of the topics I talked about, as well as some discount links to some of our sponsors and affiliates. But uh, thanks for listening to this episode, and uh, we'll see you next time.